Your favorite podcast begins in. Five. Four. to my favorite podcast my favorite podcast and i'm sure it's your favorite podcast too much ado, ado about, about nerding. nerding our brother sister nerdcast discusses everything from the fight or flight response to the amygdala hijack but of course it is i player one your master of ceremonies and as always by my side is my sensational sidekick that girl under herself my little sister sally what's up guys so sal what are we going to be talking about this week the science of fear the science she blinded fear. me with science I was thinking more like fear science. Weird science? Fear oh. science. Oh, yeah, no, I see it? what you did there. Fear science. Um, so yeah, that's right, guys. I, in, in celebration of starting spooky season here in spooky September, spooktember, what have you, uh, we're going to give a little bit of uh, the, the ins and outs on why we get scared, what happens in the brain, what happens to our bodies, and a little bit into what scares us and why we like getting scared. But, it's comforting for some people, which is weird. Well, yeah, well I, mean, I kind of get into that a little bit. But, yeah, um, but to get in the mood for this this episode, I just want everybody to think back. Remember as a kid staying up late on the weekends or during the summer months? No school to send you to bed early that night? You remember watching TV, staying up late, maybe watching a scary movie, playing a scary video game? At last, your body tells you it's time for bed. And you realize that the hallway leading to your room is dark. You see your room light, a safe haven, beckoning you. When you stand at the entrance of the hallway, you gather yourself and step into the darkness, gradually quickening your step as you are positive something is behind you and ready to snatch your immortal soul and drag you down to the hot place. And at last you reach your door, almost at a dead sprint, every hair standing on end, and you breathe a sigh of relief. You are safe in the light. Then you come to a terrible realization. You still have to switch the light off. And the safety of your bed and your waiting covers is easily three paces away. So you steer yourself against the darkness and switch off the light. And in one bound, clear the space to your bed, landing with a thump. And in one motion, you bury yourself underneath the covers. At last, you are safe. No part of your body is dangling off the bed or even out from underneath the covers. And then it hits you. Did you shut your closet door? With the last little bit of courage in your tiny body, you peek out from underneath the covers, and your body relaxes as you see your closet firmly shut. With a silent chuckle, you realize how ridiculous you're being, and you close your eyes and start to get comfy until you hear the closet door latch click, and you peer over to your closet and realize the door is slowly open. So tell me, not everybody, we all had that experience, right? <laughs> we all had that experience? Yeah, except for when you look down the hallway, you would see the heater man. The heater man, that was at our Aspen house, yes. Um, so actually, the, I remember, obviously that little narrative was just a little narrative, but those were all feelings I had as a kid. Walking up the stairs or walking down a dark hallway, and you're like, fuck, man, something is literally behind me. Or switching your light off and just like, fuck, yeah. man, just jumping. That seemed like a hundred yard leap from the door <laughs> yeah. to your bed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or and and you know like the whole, the the fucking the classic. As long as I'm underneath the covers, nothing can fucking get me. Mm -hmm. Nothing mm -hmm. at all can fucking get me. And if the doors, if the closet door is closed, it's fucking fine. Or like doing that like <laughs> that fun little game where you you turn on all the lights to your destination right and, and then, then like turn, turn them, them off and off, run to the light <laughs> and then you turn off the next light and run oh yeah absolutely yeah the only thing that i didn't put in there is not only the fear of the demon snatching my soul and taking me to hell but also making too much noise as i'm running down the fucking hall and having dad beat my ass <laughs> shut up joseph shut up yeah no um yeah for sure i mean we all we all had that that experience mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i mean i i still have that experience as an adult 
You know what I mean? It's like it's so engraved in my brain that yeah. it's just like a constant like, hey, maybe is there something there? Maybe I'm going to just turn all the lights on from my old living room to my room, which was like a fucking trek. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. You're talking about the old house. Yeah. 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 No, I, ex- I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I know that feeling all too well. And I'm sure you guys can relate as well. Yeah, no, I just kind of threw that in there. One, we're getting into spooky season. Uh, two, I just think it, you know, fucking little scary stories are. They're always really fun. They're really fun. They're really fucking fun. I was waiting for a jump scare at the end of that. No, no not going to lie to you. You've got it. <laughs> I think that's my fucking favorite one. <laughs> the big toe. Where's my toe? Yeah. Big toe I always like so the Me Tai Doty Walker Me Tai Doty Walker is fucking great. Because the, the dog starts. D. Oh, yeah, the Slithery D was Slithery so good. Slithery D came out of the sea. He ate all the others, but he didn't eat me. <laughs> Slithery D came out of the sea. He ate all the others, but didn't eat. Uh-oh. He's eaten. That's what that means. Him's got dead. Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler. Him's got eaten. We don't know what his name was, but he was the last one to get eaten. He was was afraid of the slithery D. Well, well, obviously not. He was standing next to the fucking ocean, (laughs) which is is apparently where the slithery D lives. I don't know. What is a slithery D? It's literally like 25 words and a picture, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, guys. So we're gonna get into a little bit of actually the science. I did a little bit of research. I only like read like an article and watched a Netflix thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch that Nightmares documentary? No. No. no I okay. watched what I watched was uh, and yeah, I'll give him proper credit in the yeah the doobly do. Um, <laughs> the diddly d. What is it? The diddly d from the description of this episode. But <laughs> um, right. but no, it was on Netflix. Uh, what is it called? Human body. The inner human body something oh, like that. okay okay so you're you're going like science science that way I'm, I'm kind of seeing like why human beings enjoy being scared because i know you and i both love being scared haunted houses my jam haunted like haunted, haunted houses are more your jam see i'm i'm more of the i like it to be scared in a safe environment <laughs> and i don't mean safe for me i mean safe for them I like horror video games, horror movies, yeah. you know, anything that can kind of I have YouTube videos. Well, like I've always said, I do enjoy um, uh, scary, like haunted houses, scary houses, whatever. But I do, I would never go through the one where they can fucking touch you and grab oh, yeah. you and shit. No, no, because no, 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 no. Motherfucker, I'm fighting the fuck back. Well, that's crossing a boundary, and we we'll, we'll talk about that a little and, bit. And later all those too. in all those places that I mean, you sign a you sign a waiver. Yeah. But um, but still, like no, that's not fucking cool for to me. That's I don't. I don't want that. Nope. No, Narp. No. So, um. So, what is fear? Fear is actually a very important evolutionary trait. Obviously, like we kind of take it for granted, um. That uh, that we actually had to evolve a fear trait, and all and basically all animals on this planet to get to where they are today have some kind of a fear trait, and it's basically having the appropriate response to an outside stressor stressor that might be life threatening. Too much of a response is probably going to make you die of a heart attack too early, or you're never going to leave. You're going to end up starving to death because you're never going to leave. You know, your campfire, your cave, whatever, what have you. Right. And then too little of a fear response, fear trait. You're going to take too many risks, and you're going to get eaten. And then you're not afraid of the slithery D. And you're not afraid of the slithery D. But it's like, see, that guy wasn't afraid of the D. Neither were all the others. Um... <laughs> life cycle and yeah and once you survive so those traits are obviously passed on because you're the most likely to pass on those traits to viable young and then they're going to try to pass it on and so on and so forth and so that's why we and we have fear basically as a protective measure to get out of danger um right originally it would have been you know we're no longer getting chased down by saber-toothed cats or like hunting fucking mammoth and shit um so our fears have kind of shifted from like an actual life and death thing to kind of like fear of speaking in front of other people, fear of the outside. Um, and that could be, you know, a very real physical threat as well. But, um, and not to say that there aren't places in the world where that physical threat is 100% constant and all the time. If you live in a bad neighborhood, um, if you live in a bad, uh, you know, war torn country, something like that. Right. 
Um, or even if you have a some kind of something in your brain that you're always worried that something's going to happen to you. You know, maybe it's a PTSD thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, being mugged or car accident, something like that. Um, those are all fear responses. Um, that's actually going to be from... I hope this is all correct, too. So if you guys know this, like, 100%, um, and we get some of this wrong, one, bear with us, because we're... Amateurs. 100% amateurs. And, uh, and two, uh, let us know in a nice way. That, hey, you kind of... Yeah, if you're, like, a neuroscientist. Yeah. That'd be really yeah. cool. And you listen to the show. Right. Then that helps yeah. Out. Yeah. I mean, we, we all have, like, urban legends and stories passed down, kind of like what you were talking about, um, for those reasons. You know what I mean? Like, we mm-hmm. have the Ditch Witch here in in albuquerque in new mexico because ditches are deadly so they want to tell you that there's a witch living in the ditches so that you don't go fucking play in a ditch and die you know what i mean so so it's it gives you that fear so that you stay alive and that's basically what la La llorona was Mm -hmm. you know it's just stay away from the fucking moving water fast moving water you're gonna fucking die you know what i mean yeah she's gonna pick you up she's gonna throw you in there or the boogeyman. If you're not in bed by nine, like, the El- Okokui is going to come get you. You know, and it's just basically, like, get the fucking bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of dealing with your fucking rambunctious ass. Right, right. But they, they instill this this mm-hmm. unnecessary fear in children. 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 Well, but I think a lot of them are, some are unnecessary, but also, like, early to bed, early to rise. Like, we obviously don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn to go fucking feed the chickens. and Yeah, go you know, farm. Take, and... Yeah, go tend basically use every ounce of sunlight because now we don't we kind of take sunlight for granted because now we have lights artificial lights yeah. we have artificial lights so we can continue to be up because basically life stopped it when the sun went down it's kind of like you need to stay in this firelight because literally wolves will eat you <laughs> that's or a it cat or, right yeah no, no or no. you might get snatched up by rival tribe you know mm-hmm. what i mean uh, there was there's also the fear of the other Meaning, and I'm I'm not like condoning like racism, bigotry, or anything like that. But there, that came from a real thing because people would steal and either kill or just make slaves of other tribal people. And this happened on, on like every fucking continent to early man. Yeah, and that I could kind of say with somewhat certainty because that's that's where my degrees in. But um, Joe's an anthropologist. But yeah, but but also too like. To sustain, as a hunter-gatherer, you have to sustain, a, you have to have a big area of land right. to sustain your, your clan, and if other encroachers are coming on there, they're going to want to kill you and take your land, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. at least dominate, maybe not kill you all outright, but dominate you and move you off your land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's definitely the fear of the other, not just the fear of, uh, of nature. Um, but again, we should be pretty much past that now. I think we've evolved as a society. We obviously haven't, but we should have already um, to stop fearing other types of people. We're all basically stuck on this natural space station hurtling through space at like a billion miles an hour. That's not correct. correct. (laughs) I'm aware that that's not correct. That's just an exaggeration. Yeah. Um, But no, I think that that like maybe I don't know if you're ready to get into this, but like that's my biggest fear i think that you and i were talking about this the other day is you know i'm not necessarily afraid of anything one specific i mean like demons and shit that like i don't know a whole lot about obviously but i think human beings themselves are what i'm afraid of the most because it's so real because serial killers exist because you know people who don't agree with me might murder me in my sleep if i move to the wrong area Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like it's just it's it's a very real fear of not necessarily the other tribe because of land reasons, but the other tribe, quote unquote, because of belief systems or belief because systems. there's weird chemical imbalances in their brain. It's just like, I don't know, but I think that's what I'm the most afraid of is actual human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well of course, because that's the one that you could 100% say that that's real. Yes. Like, obviously... I've always said, like, I don't 100% believe in demons and supernatural and the afterlife, but I believe enough not to fuck with it. So, yeah, but that might not be fucking real. That, you know right. What I mean? But people are 100% real. I'm sitting next to one right the fuck now. Mm-hmm. And they're crazy. People are fucking nuts. And just one little thing can fucking set them off and they do something fucking dumb. Right. And, and, and then... Not that I would have, but then also people don't scare me as much because you're still a fucking person, too. Yeah. You still have the same fucking soft spots. 
True. Eyes, the T box, fucking genitalia, fucking throat chop. Like you're still, I can still fight. So as long as you can com- conquer your fight or flight response, then you'd be okay against at least fucking humans. Like even against animals and stuff like that. Something natural, something tangible, and whatnot. Um, which is what we, I guess, we could get into now. Um, fear and the fight or flight comes from the hippocampus. I mm-hmm. believe in the fight or flight is basically your brain making a decision to either to either fight the threat or to run away yes. from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe I, 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 I'm almost positive it's the hippocampus. 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 Um, so yeah, so so yeah, there you go. Hippocampus. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so <laughs> so when like a frightful stressor is uh, is perceived by the brain, the hippocampus releases a chemical cocktail. Of adrenaline, dopamine, and a shit ton of other hormones to help your body your body deal with this outside stressor. Uh, the response this this response by the sympathetic nervous system changes the body to deal with the threat. This is why your heartbeat rises or your heart rate increases. Uh, veins in the skin contract to allow a higher blood flow to the major muscle groups. Um, this is why you actually get the chills because your skin gets colder. The chathers. Um, it uh, it shuts down your digestive system, sucking blood out of your digestive system. That's why you actually the like butterflies. That's an actual physical response. It's not just like your body saying, "Oh, I'm fucking nervous," or your brain saying, "I'm nervous." It's an actual feeling because blood is getting sucked out of your digestive system. So like butterflies are a real fucking thing. This was actually something I learned. I thought it was just kind of like a um, psychological uncomfortable thing. Uh, your pupils dilate to allow more light in, so therefore you can fucking see better. Um, but since your uh, since your brain is otherwise preoccupied with this fear response, the fight or flight, mm-hmm. um, normal decision making and problem solving kind of goes out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and so does small um, small object manipulation. So like you try to press a button when you're scared as shit. You're not going to fucking... That's why panic buttons are one under usually underneath the case, but they're, like, huge. So you could just smack that thing with your hand. You know what I mean? We used to <laughs> teach people that in the, in the Marine Corps when during, during, like, a speed reload. Yeah. When you reload, you have to send the bolt home so it locks another round in the chamber. Well, it's this. It's a pretty small little button that you could press with your, your you know, your little finger. But if you're in one of those situations where fucking the chemical cocktail is a fucking flowing, yeah. we just told him smack it. Your whole palm. You're not gonna miss it if you just smack this side of your weapon. It'll fucking work that way. And they tell you that 100. percent They're like, you're gonna fucking one. You get like a spidey sense. Like your brain fucking slows everything the fuck down. Right. And um, I mean, I've never been in one of those situations for sure. Where and like I'm not a just saying like situation. a combat. Yeah, I'm just saying like any type of. Uh, grievous bodily harm type of situation and i don't even want to like sell short any other like if you guys have any situations where you felt that like spidey sense where everything slows down around you so you can kind of make sense of what the fuck's going on let me know if it wasn't like a grievous i'm not i'm not trying to dis um gaslight um yeah (laughs) Yeah. basically i'm not trying to i'm not trying to make light of anybody else's like super fearful situations because i mean i don't have public anxiety i get you know, i get anxious yeah every now and then i can't sleep um but i don't get um i don't get huge bouts of anxiety attacks and stuff like that so yeah if you guys have anything that you guys are comfortable sharing with us um i have definitely been in a, like a life and that's a few life and death situations and stuff like that right i mean i can definitely say that time was super slow but also when it was done i was like oh shit we're already done <laughs> that's it that's it no, not I think the, the closest that. thing I've ever gotten to was like, you know, maybe walking home or walking to your car from a bar, you know, when everything's closing. And, you know, Albuquerque is not the safest city in the whole wide world. It's, uh-huh. it's definitely, not, you can't really compare it to a lot of bigger cities, but it's a lot of crime per capita, you know, and it's so condensed. But anyway, you know, and, that, and that's like the only time I've really had that spider sense is maybe you're walking alone and somebody's following you and then of course your imagination's running wild this yeah. person's probably yep. not even mm-hmm. doing anything but you're you know you have that heightened sense of awareness and and your surroundings because you're like fuck man like what if this guy's gonna fucking like murk me what if this guy's gonna like 
you know, kidnap me and rape me. You know, it's just like a, it's just the, your imagination runs wild. So I have never been in a, a life or death situation, but I think that's probably the closest that I've ever You've gotten been on to it. Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's never been like time slows down, but it's been like heightened awareness. Your senses are fucking going ape shit. At yeah, this if point. I hear if I hear your steps quickening, I'm gonna turn the fuck around with keys in my fist. Absolutely. Like, um, no, and I've definitely been like it's funny you bring up self aware because I've definitely been in the situation on the other side mm -hmm. behind like a group of girls. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one time the girls stopped me. They're like, Hey, what are you fucking doing? And I was like, I realized what this looked like, so I'm just gonna let you walk, you go. do I'm your have a thing. I'm yeah. gonna sit here and smoke a cigarette. You guys go fucking do what you need to do. Because mm -hmm. I don't one need the cops called on me, and two, I don't even get my ass beat by like four chicks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I don't need my ass beat by anybody. But yeah, no, no, there's that's definitely fucking a, a, a shitty thing to, and again, I, that's a fear response on my side, fearing to to be labeled as that guy. Right. Uh, yeah. I guess that's maybe not so much a fear as, as it's a. Um, I don't know what would you call it. I don't want to call it like an inconvenience. Well, no, but it's 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 a fear of being labeled that fucking guy, and I'm not that fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What would you call that? I don't know what you would fucking call. I don't that. know. Emily, what would you call it? <laughs> Words. <laughs> Words, things. Um, and then, like, to further go on about, you know, the fear response and, what, and uh, whatnot, the amygdala hijack mm -hmm. is basically so much stress, eat, like, eating your fucking brain, basically, that your brain shuts down, like, all logic and higher thoughts, sections of the brain, and your amygdala takes over. And that's, like... That's when usually people have like an extreme emotional response, whether it's just you break down and cry and you freeze yeah. or you have just an excessive amount of fucking anger and you're ready to fight your way out of any, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's located closer to the brain stem. So I'm going to think that I think that's probably an older part of the brain um, next because it's the, well, the brain stem is the lizard brain. Basically. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 But, um, but yeah, I thought that was really, I thought that was like, cause I've definitely seen people fucking freeze, like mm -hmm. just, and it, there's no problem with them really. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make you a bitch. It's literally, it's literally your fucking brain shutting down. Exactly. It's not a conscious thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, people have done that in, in, in your, your average Joe haunted houses, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes there's just, like, a jump scare and it's just frozen. Yep. You know, it's like it somebody just there. freezes yep. there. So, I mean, obviously, that scared them enough to their, their we'll say, it, we'll call it, you know, your, your lizard brain, your um, hippocampus, but it, it's not... You know, if you freeze in those situations and you don't freeze in, like, a life or death situation or if you freeze in a life or death situation but you don't freeze, you know, it's, yeah. it's just your, your brain selecting mm -hmm. the right time to just, like, say, nope, this is it. Dead. Well, and the, and the fucking cool thing about your brain and about all this whole fear response and stuff like that is your brain can be trained. Your brain can definitely, through, so through, again, through training, through, so obviously through the military fucking live round exercises you get used to the fucking pops and mm -hmm. shit and multiple areas of pops and like you have like little bombs going off it's not gonna fucking hurt you know hurt you but you know just to get your body used to that uh we used to have this uh it was a small movie studio that would rent it out to us and they had actors like actual amputees to like be like bloody fucking people so oh we, damn yeah to, and so we would um go and like quote-unquote administer aid to him and stuff like that yeah so that that was a way to like get past that whole response from your body like trying to you know freak out because you're seeing somebody missing fucking arms it's like a boxer sparring like a live spar exercise yeah getting used to the hits and still being able to think your way through a boxing match conditioning your body and conditioning your mind in that way that's why doctors go to fucking um, school for so long and then they have to do their residency for so fucking long it's to get you you're not in charge at this point like you're not the fucking like shift doctor or whatever they call it or like, <laughs> shift doctor shift doctor <laughs> but like you know what I mean like yeah, there's yeah, still a doctor 100%. sitting there with you to kind of maybe not train you because you're, you're a doctor at that point mm -hmm. but, like you haven't seen it and then also like muscle memory is a real fucking thing muscle memory will get you through your brain or your 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 conscious higher thinking brain fucking freezing but your body's still going at it's still doing what you've been fucking trained to do yeah um 
So, I mean, that's, that's, that's fucking cool. And that's a, a way that some people get over their fears. Um, maybe in like, I don't know, like as far as PTSD stuff, but people have been able to basically tra- go into like a similar situation and train your brain, make your brain stronger, get over that initial hump and then get better at it. Yeah, and I I feel like VR is probably on the verge of helping people with their PTSD. I didn't think about that. And yeah. and you know like uh, overcoming fears because I <clears throat> one experience that I had with VR is you get to walk along this plank, you know, on this high rise, and you're walking over everything, and you know like I'm I'm afraid of heights but i'm not like deathly afraid of heights to where like i a, a, a healthy fear yeah heights, you know yeah. like I, I don't i probably shouldn't be up here which is what my body is telling me but like i'm not gonna be like frozen or or you know i'm, I'm not gonna not skydive or whatever the fuck right um so but like that's like a real thing and, and your body senses that that's actually happening because you know this is what you're seeing and then from there you're you get those butterflies Mm-hmm. And, and, and the chemical response. So I feel like maybe VR is on the verge of helping people with those kinds of fears. Something that you can actually, like, sense and, and see, see and stuff. I mean, I, and I 100% get that. But, like, a, a, a fear of heights, to me, isn't, like, a, a detriment to, like, evolution. No, 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 no. You know absolutely I mean? not. Um, maybe somebody who lives or works in, like, a, the 30th story of a high-rise building and has a corner window office. <laughs> Might have to do that, but then to me, I'm like, just get a fucking bunch of curtains, right? Or yeah, trade offices, yeah, because you want a corner office and you have all the windows and you have the thing. Um, I know I could definitely see it that way, but I mean, I would not pay the money to get myself over this fear. I'm just, I'll just stay out of fucking. You're not gonna pay. I'm not gonna be on the window seat of an airplane. I'm not gonna go to the top. I'm not gonna go skydiving. Right. Just stay away from that. You're shit. not gonna pay thousands of dollars for somebody to help you overcome this fear yeah. that is not detrimental to your life. No. What? No. No, but I could see some like somebody in a horrible car accident, like getting behind the wheel of a VR car, or you know something. I mm-hmm. could definitely see that. I never thought that that VR could be that way. I didn't either until just now. So. Just now. Wow, bright ideas happen. Bright ideas. So say, Elon. When so when you hear this episode, Elon Musk, <laughs> let's get in on this. Let's yeah, collab. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's collab. I'm down. Pay me I'm in down. Bitcoin. Hundred percent. Let's, let's do that. It's fine. Pay, pay me in the Bitcoin. Um. So Sal, uh, now that we got through the boring science part. Of this, <laughs> <laughs> um, so why do we like being scared? Uh, why do you like being scared? Why? I, I mean, why do we? I'm, I'm guessing you have something written up on this. I mean, personally, you know? I like to be afraid because of that adrenaline high. You know, we mm-hmm. all, like you were talking about, the chemical mixture. It's just your heart's pumping and um, you get you just like get this high afterwards. And, and there's actually a doctor, um, Catherine Brownlow. Brownlow. She, she did a, a scientific study. And, you know, kind of answered the question, why do why do people like scary movies so much? Why do they like to be in, in, in scary situations, i.e. haunted houses and stuff? And once you come down from that adrenaline high, that, that chemical mixture, it's more of the, um, the rest and digest part of your body. So you get the dopamine high from that. It's, it's just like when you get out of a scary movie, and you're like, oh, man, that was so good. But it was in a safe environment. You knew that you knew mm-hmm. in your brain sauce that you were not actually in danger. But of course, like people like me where my imagination goes wild and I'm like, horror haunted houses are actually like a perfect place for somebody to fucking murder me because people don't know if that's real. People yeah. think that it's fucking well, part it's, of the show. Well, what is that? That scream two? Yeah. And uh, Jada Pickett Smith gets fucking murked on Marked. stage in front of everybody and they think it's part of the show. That's what happened with that mass shooter in Colorado at, exactly. the, at the Batman premiere. Yeah, yeah. Um, people thought it was People it, thought it was part of the show until fucking heads started exploding. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a whole horror Sorry movie. about that. I should have fucking did like a warning. <laughs> that was kind of graphic. It shouldn't. There was a whole movie made on, on how, you know, haunted house people are fucking crazy. Maybe. Two movies. Two movies. Um, but just, just a little bit of a tidbit of information for you guys. In 2017, it was the first time the horror genre hit... One billion at the box office. Huh. It was the really? first time in history that that the horror genre actually did that. So that year we had The Ritual, we had Veronica, we had uh, It Comes at Night, Mother, Escape Room, Get Out, It, Jigsaw, Happy Death Day to You, 
Jeepers Creepers 3, Annabelle Creation, the Flatliners remake, and Creep 2. So we definitely had a huge uptick in horror movies. Yeah, we had a huge uptick in uh, content. None of it good. Not really. It's... Um, I, I rolled on a lot of those. Um, <laughs> Except for the ritual. The ritual, but I didn't even watch that at the time. Like, no, I, I didn't it watch it when it came out so either. So fucking long, um, which I wish I would have watched it er- earlier. Uh, not like Apostle. <laughs> <clears throat> but we'll go into apos- more into Apostle later. Um, so they're definitely horror is becoming more popular in pop culture in in the mainstream areas. So there is a a sect of people who enjoy being afraid right i think i think one is i think it's a lot of different factors one there's just so much fucking content out there like i said like they're kind of just shotgun blasting you with it so i think a lot of it has to do with i'd like to see the ratio of like how much was spent on these movies and how much they made like mm-hmm. the percentages to see if better movies are being made or if people just go like go out and like watching uh crappier horror movies yeah and, and if, if you like those movies i'm not shitting on your i'm just saying like they're not the big budget they're not it yeah yeah yeah. yeah i don't Absolutely. know if anybody that is going to argue that it wasn't very good and that had a huge fucking budget mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um actually just a little fun fact this last labor day weekend was the, one the first weekend since 2019 at the box office that we made more money than or we made more money this year than uh the 2019 Labor Day weekend. Wow. So good job. Good job, guys, getting going out there and seeing the fucking movies. Um, go see Shang-Chi. I still can't. I don't know how to say it. That's what I'm mispronouncing it again. I'm fucking apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, go see it. It's fucking really fucking good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, I forgot what else I was going to say. Oh, and do you know what movie was? And it was, it's now the number one Labor Day release. Do you know what the previous number one Labor Day release was? Hint. It has to do with what we're talking about. And two, it was on, on top for 14 years. Ghostbusters. I don't know. Jesus Christ. No. What? Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. You're stupid. And ugly. Yeah, I don't know why they do that, though, but they always release horror movies in the summer, probably, so that like the DVD comes out in October. Well, it's when every, no, everybody's off. Every, like, it's when the kids are like, Mom. I, I mowed the lawn. Can I go see a fucking movie? Ma'am. You know, and I see, and that's one of the things I didn't like about Saws because Saws used to always get released on Halloween, and I'm like, I'm out doing other shit. I don't want to go watch your fucking movie. I can't watch it on release day. No, I have too much I, shit I, I going on. I would like on. to watch gore porn, but no, no. Um, but no, and and another thing, I believe I wrote a paper on this in college. Um, obviously didn't prove anything. Or anything <laughs> but I mean, I, I I got a decent fucking. I want to say I even got an A. But um, it was basically to say, like, well, we're talking about why do people like getting scared? And I read a lot of papers on the fact that our brains were so used to being the hunted mm-hmm. and so used to being under stress. Like, it's not just, okay, well, that thing's hunting me, but also, like, my kid's sick. Um, we didn't have, like, these berries didn't fucking blossom. The fucking herds moved the fuck away. Like, we're, we're going to starve. I haven't eaten in two fucking days. Right. Our brains have evolved with this constant fucking stress, and now we're like fucking we're the people in Wally. We're sitting around <laughs> all you know chubby, drinking yeah. our fucking our big gulps, you know, floating around in our chairs. For, you know, and I just mean I mean that as a metaphor, like right. we're no, soft yeah, yeah, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I think our brain just craves that kind of fucking stress, which is why we kind of invented sports. It's a stress that we don't need to put on not only on our bodies but on our brains. Mm-hmm. We need that. Yeah. That's why we go watch gore, gory movies, why we go get scared, why we go on to roller coasters and shit like that, because we need the stress. We, yeah. Our, our brains crave this stress. Um, and again, it wasn't, again, scientifically proven, like the, the paper that you had referenced earlier. And even then, I don't think she really proved anything. No, I mean, no, no, no. Just, no. Uh, it's more like food for thought type thing. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit on two points that you brought up. Ah. So there was a study done by the Journal of Media Psychology. Media. Um, and they concluded that people watch horror movies for three main reasons. Tension, relevance, and unrealism. Yeah, escapism. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so it, it, that was the first point that I wanted to touch on when you were just like, oh, well, do, do the big box office movies, you know, mm. hit better than, you know, the Netflix originals? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then the other the other point that I wanted to touch on was um, how you how you kind of said that we were always the hunted. Horror gives us a way to explore the dark, the macabre, the bizarre and the forbidden in a safe relatively mm-hmm. healthy kind of way you know what i mean so we get to in some ways relate to the killer you know what i mean we we get to if if like these fuckers are you know banging in a cabin that you were i know this isn't the storyline but if they were banging in the cabin <laughs> that you were you know like fucking murked in that's gonna piss you off right so you're gonna go kill these teenagers that are banging in your cabin well wait wait, wait am, am i a ghost or am i like a am i am i a zombie machete wielding <laughs> mask wearing you're the second one you're definitely okay, the second okay. one yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah i'm gonna go fuck you yeah so even if they're not banging i'm just gonna go fuck you up yeah yeah but but it, it gives you <laughs> it gives you a way to be the hunter and, and give you a a relative and of course i'm using healthy and yeah. quote unquote kind of way well, it's almost like a catharsis didn't we go through this word yes this past week? <laughs> catharsis <laughs> cathartic cathartic it's a uh, it's a cathartic experience um no, no, I 100%, and I think that's why one of my favorite horror movies, shit, and I forgot what it is, it's when they break into the house, and then the the hunted become the, it's like, this is my house, motherfucker, and then they take over the bad guy, and then they torture the bad guy through the rest of the fucking movie, and eventually kill him, and he's begging for his life and shit, but the quote-unquote good guys have now become... The bad guys. Maybe right. I don't, I don't know. It depends on how you feel about torn. <laughs> how do you look? How do you? How are you going to look think, at that? Or, or like can't breathe. Um, I have not seen can't breathe, and I'm don't not going to see don't breathe. Whatever. Um, uh, I'm probably not going to see the ending unless I'm forced to. Or I don't know if I'm going to pay money for it, but like I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I believe that's where that the, how that movie is. Yeah, it's I a, mean, it's a blind guy, and they break into his house, and then he ends up fucking just killing them one by one. Yeah, pretty fucking. That guy should play Kane. <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy was a badass for sure. I I, I yeah. like that. Yeah. But you know, it gives us it gives us that 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 sense of we can explore all of these safe, things in, in a, a safe, safe environment. environment yes. You know. Yes, and and see that's why the the fucking video games cause violence. No, they fucking don't. Maybe in some people, but you're probably unhinged already, so you're probably gonna do it anyway. Yeah. It's like yeah. yes, because. Kane, before he killed Abel, had just played Grand Theft Auto Five, right? And right. He just right. beaten a hooker and ran over a bunch of civilians, and then he went to go fucking kill his brother with a fucking rock. Yeah. Over it was like four thousand years ago, <laughs> if you believe that the Bible is a historical historical document, of which I actually I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think most of that stuff in there is real. Yeah, there's a lot of hyperbole and analogies. Religion. <laughs> Some kind of religion in there. <laughs> Moving on. Not making fun of any type of no, religion. You absolutely believe what the not. fuck you want, and I love you for it as long as what you believe isn't being an asshole. Right. That's all we That's ask. To the Westboro Baptist Church. If any of you ever listen to this fucking, you're not going to. You can go fuck a cold hard dick. Mm-hmm. 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 No, go suck a cold soft dick. Oof. Because hard means the person's enjoying it. I want you to know that you failed. At getting easily the most the, the most easily turned on of of human body parts, not even turned on because you suck. You are that fucking gross and disgusting of people. Thank you for coming to my my TED talk. <laughs> There's Joe's TED talk about uh, flaccid penises and the Westboro Baptist and Church. the Westboro Baptist Church. So <laughs> Eat a soft dick. your own soft dicks, so you can't procreate. Oh God! Here we go. I don't know where that came from. I don't know either. You just went on weird cults. (laughs) Cults! And here we are. Um, Apostle. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) It was a fun time. It was a great time. Um, So in some ways, scary movies might uh, reset, quote-unquote, our risk factor gauge. So in some studies, after watching a scary movie or being, you know, in going through a haunted house it may feel a little less scary to ask your boss for a raise 
it may seem a little less scary to ask out whoever you've been trying to ask out, you know? So it kind of gives you like a reset button on your fear gauge on on what's actually scary so that you're like, Mm. you know what? I could fucking do this. Like those people in that movie just like fucking. Yeah. Okay. So it it kind of resets your fear gauge, which is well, actually like really saying, interesting. Yeah, if if you're used to those stressors, like I was saying, you can train your brain and your body. Um, I could see that how that could be training, so you don't have a horrible fear response. Um, fear is a good thing. Fear yeah. is actually a great thing. It, this is going to sound a little weird, but I remember the most of the times I finished combat, <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't felt more alive. Yeah. Like, it was that whole little, holy fuck, I just did a thing. Yeah. It's a, it's that it sense of accomplishment. It was, yeah, you accomplished not being alive. Or not, <laughs> or being, not dead. being dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, and it sounds macabre, and it sounds kind of fucking sick, but, like, I was like, holy shit, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, alive in the fact that my heart's beating. I am fucking alive. And, you know, again, it's the comic, chemical cocktail. I felt, like, more connected to the people around me. Yeah. More connected to, like, I don't want to say nature, but, like, a higher. I was just, like, for lack of a better term, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously I say some of the times that I saw it, because some of the times it wasn't. It wasn't. wasn't good. Yeah. You know, you had, you, yeah. So, there was um, trauma inv- involved yeah. with that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's always because, then, and then after you come down from that high, you're like, oh my God, smoking six cigarettes after, you know, one after another, shaking and, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, like for, and I should, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it because after every time I was like, oh, that, that, that fucking sucked. But it also kind of fucking didn't because I'm alive. I, well, and that's kind so of how they portray nice. like, um, uh soldiers and 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 people in in combat in movies right you know it, it's just that adrenaline rush and and right now i'm thinking of starship troopers you know what i mean just you like want some? Here's some. He's yeah about to die. come on you apes you are live forever kind well, of thing well, yeah, you know and, like it's it's a and a lot of that has to do and i think a lot of that has to do when you become that like fucking asshole fucking follow me don't shoot do you see the whites of their eyes like i yeah. think a lot of that is your own fear response mm-hmm. saying like i have to if i act big and bad or maybe not big and bad but big and tough and i'm the leader then i'll start to believe it and feel it and then these guys will join me right <laughs> so i'm yeah. not over here alone you know against you know whoever you're fighting at the time absolutely um yeah i definitely uh, there's a difference between being the come on you apes you want to live forever guy and being the guy that's like oh i'm gonna kill me a thousand of these dudes and blah 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 blah. and it's like no you're actually a little bitch <laughs> and that's why you're talking big and tough and um but when shit hits the fan it's not gonna be your shit's actually gonna hit your shorts yeah yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. way it's gonna be which mm-hmm. is actually another response that has happened to a few of the guys that i know they still did their jobs but we're like oh oh this sucks I have released the bowels. Evacuated. (laughs) I mean, it happens. You know, like you can't really. Again, like if you freeze during Mm -hmm. shit like that, you can't really condemn a person because it's just like number one, a natural body response. Your body is trying to focus on, you know, not dying as opposed to holding in your poop. Well, a lot of yeah, yeah, and like I said, it it shuts down your your digestive system so maybe you're not digesting but it, i don't it, guessing it releases this it can release the sphincter so yeah if you, have, if you have one in the chamber it might shoot out yeah you might want to evacuate prior if uh, you have a chance yeah. who was it i'm just gonna i'm gonna refer to him as stetson i'm not gonna refer to him as his last name but he took the quickest like patrol shit i've ever experienced and well not, i didn't even see but like by the time so I called for a halt to the patrol, and I was like, hey, so-and-so's got a shit. And by the time I got the response back, hey, and then it was like, hey, let us know when you guys are up. Like, he was already coming, coming buckling back. Buckling the pants. Buckling his pants. I think by the time when he asked me, we were in a poppy field. So, like, it, and it's, like, chest high. So I'm thinking by the time he asked me, his pants were priority down. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was kind of like, even if you say no, I'm just going to shit and, like, Run back. run back up to yeah. the yeah. So um, yeah, that's just refer to him as Stetson. Stetson had the quickest poop. Quickest shit. So <laughs> we're gonna 
we're going to try to bring it around <laughs> somehow. Um, so what you were kind of saying is how you felt more connected to the people with you when you went through a situation like yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, horror movies and, and horror situations can actually feel, make you feel more connected to the people around you. So some relationship therapists recommend watching a scary movie with your significant other because this can, this can cause an increased attraction. Um so when you're not just because there's sex every five minutes not just because there's sex every five minutes when you're vulnerable with another person it can create a a sense of a sense of intimacy so when you're you're kind of like you have your guard down and you're trying not to be like this you know macho person um in front of your significant other i wouldn't even say macho but like you know like first couple dates right yeah you 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 still have the barriers up Mm -hmm. i don't know how much i should reveal to this person and I could see those barriers coming down during a horror movie. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Or like a haunted house, something like that. Right. Um, and you, you can also bond over shared fears. So perhaps after, you know, a horror movie, you can be like, man, that was kind of scary. And they're like, well, you know, I think this horror movie was scary, like more more scary than this one. And then you guys can, you know, have a conversation from there. But I'm sure that traumatic experiences like what you had, you know, actually the life or death situations like that. You know, it, it, it creates a sense of bond because you guys were going through an experience together. Well, that's why I think, one, that, that the Marine Corps is so, so bonded. And I think it's more of maybe not the life or death situation, but like shitty situations. Yeah. They had the worst housing, the worst fucking child, the worst <laughs> fucking like. And, and you, there's that sense of pride and that sense of bonding that you like. We went through this hardship together. Yeah. We survived 29 Palms, California. There it is. In the summertime. I hate that place. So do I. We survived Lake Bandini. That place. Like, I think, like, everybody, when when I meet uh, a former Marine or even a current Marine, and I'm like, yeah, I was in 29 Palms, you always get the, you get the shit, the handshake, 29 Palms. And then you're like, four years, and I'm like, ha seven. Suck it. I hate that place. That place is the worst (laughs) place in the United States, I feel. Oh, but you know what? It's my favorite base. Like, that was a Camp Pendleton fun as fuck but no 29 palms is a special place in my heart fucking gas mask wednesdays so we you would have to take your gas mask to to work on wednesdays and you know you go about your day and then they would call gas 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 and you got to don your gas mask yeah and then wear it continuing your job well when it's fucking august and 100 and fucking 29 goddamn degrees 100 and stupid uh, 117 something is like the normal um Working in a fucking gas mask, you can't fucking breathe. Like it's like, dude, are you nuts right now? And they're like, no, nope, we can't. And it was, it was a little bit of hazing. I'll, I'll, I'll say that mm-hmm. a little bit of hazing, which makes these motherfuckers wear the fucking gas mask all goddamn day. Oh goddamn day, builds character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do, and I will, I'll even say that with like again, roller coasters, haunted houses, scary movies, stuff like that. It's a shared hardship, so yeah. you might feel closer to somebody, or like I said, break the. Break the walls down. <laughs> that was for uh, you, Paul. That was for no. you, Paul. Um, but yeah, actually, all of us. A lot of this is for Paul Gustav. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's what. Uh, so, so like I said earlier, what other than people? Because I think people are the scariest fucking things on this goddamn planet. Um, what are some other your fears? I, I'm not. I'm not trying to get like existential or fucking no, yeah, yeah, yeah. psychobabble and all that. Bullshit. I'm gonna die alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, no, I. I mean, obviously, people and and that aspect of it, but uh, getting eaten alive and specifically by a human being, you know, <laughs> <laughs> zombies. Okay, you yeah, can yeah, say yeah. zombies. Yeah, yeah, so. but like also cannibals. Like I'm not about that. Like please kill me before you eat me i don't i don't want your non-flesh eating so most teeth. cannibals kill you first most you. i don't most. know what you're talking about i don't know somebody could drill a hole in my brain and start just like then your brain brain slushy sm- starship troopers second starship troopers exactly exactly <laughs> reference i don't know with but the yeast, with the yeasty badge Ugh. yeasty badge alien <laughs> it's like on a it's video a... game that's what comes up with her health bar above above her head yeasty Yeasty badge badge alien (laughs) oh man but i don't know i just don't want non-flesh eating teeth to rip through my skin i feel like that sounds like the worst well i mean technically our teeth are flesh eating teeth but i see what you're saying there's not like pointy canines 
Yeah. To fucking I mean, I, cut. Them. If I were to choose between two, I'd probably choose a bear over a human being to eat me yeah, alive. Fuck that. You know what bear, I mean? Bears like kill you with blunt force trauma. Like I'd rather like a something that's like efficient at it, like a fucking <laughs> cheetah or a lion or well, something. Well, a lion because cheetahs are too small. Cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> you said cheetahs. <laughs> I did not notice that. Cheetahs. Um, <laughs> They're like mostly like a lion because a lion will like suffocate you or like bite your jugular and you get a bleed out. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. they're going for the quick kill. Bears are just gonna like fucking like again. They're like goddamn big dogs. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna be like, oh look, I'm fucking. I'm gonna show you I'm stronger by knocking you down and then just like kind of jumping on your back. <laughs> and then I'm gonna kind of just like gnaw on your head a little bit, but not it. enough to kill you. And then I'm gonna eat your face off. <laughs> but not enough to kill you. But not enough to kill you. And just well, yeah, yet. you can live without a face. Yes. It's fucking that lady who got beaten by that chimpanzee didn't have a face. Yeah, fingers off and shit. Yeah. God damn. See, and that's one of my biggest thing: animal attacks. Like in any, and then that that's one of the cool things. Like I, I said earlier when um when I said that like our fear responses because of our evolution has developed to respond to different things. Public yeah. speaking, job interviews, asking a girl out, asking a guy. Agoraphobia, out. leaving your house. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. But you, you hear those stories of people who get stalked in the woods, and they're like, there was something, I didn't see anything, I didn't hear anything, something in my body told me to turn the fuck around, and then there's a fucking cougar. Not like the cougars you find in Vegas or Cancun, <laughs> the bad cougars, <laughs> the mountain lions, like sitting there behind, behind you, like, you know, fucking 20, 30 meters away, stalking the fuck out of you, and it's like, oh... Where did that come from? Oh. Oh, motherfucker, that's three million years of evolution, baby. <laughs> <laughs> three million years can't be wrong. Like We're still here, yeah, barely. We're, we're still fucking, like, those are the ones that I'm like, holy fuck, because how do you get out? You're in his world. Mm-hmm. You're in his or her fucking world. And then it's like, oh, they're not doing it, unlike people, they're not doing it to be evil. Except for killer to... whales. Killer, killer whales do it just Dolphins for the fun of it. Too. Dolphins will rape penguins to death. Yeah, killer whales will just like fuck up a goddamn seal for fun. Well, and they'll and also not eat it. they'll kill baby humpback whales just to eat their tongue. Yeah, little shits, man. Yeah, little so shits. Really, no, you you lock up Willie. <laughs> you lock up Willie. You do not let him out. I was gonna say something, but I, I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna oh, say. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. Uh, More penis? No. Oh, you watched it. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, things things do animals do do it for fun, but most of the animals that human beings encounter in the wild that get attacked by wild animals, it's it's for food. Yeah, yeah. In most cases, Again, or you know, unless, territory encroachment. Unless you're a super intelligent animal, yeah, as we are. Um, chimps are fucking probably the worst animals on the planet. Chimps are fucked up. Ugh. Uh, baboons are really fucked up. Bonobos not because they fuck. They don't Bonobo- fight. They, Bonobos they, are they lovers, have, actually, not fighters. Their fear response is actually fight, flight, or fuck. <laughs> uh, they just start humping the air. <laughs> no, not even humping the air. Like, chicks will just, like, start, like, they'll just lay down and put their legs in the air and fucking a dude will walk by and just, like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Or if it's a, a conflict between two females, they'll do what is called in the scientific community, the uh, primatology community, as I should say, GG rubbing. And I'll let you guys... Google that. That's going to be in our (laughs) search. That's going to be so good. God, gross. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, bonobos are fucking completely, they they diverted from chimps like a million, two million years ago. um, And chimps went super fucking assholey. And bonobos, bonobos went like, like the peace and love way. I mean, they're, they're, a ma- they're a matriarchy. They got chicks in, in, in charge. And they just like, they fuck. They That's just get they, off they all the time. Fuck. I don't even know. I don't even know if there is even a recorded fight in bonobo <laughs> history. Bro, we have been everywhere on this episode. <laughs> like we have went from combat to bonobos GG rubbing. <laughs> GG rubbing. And there it is again in the search history. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just saying that smart animals are fucking assholes. No, yeah, I get that. I get and that, that. And that's a fear of ours to be devoured and or just beaten the fuck 
Yeah, and I, I think I think that's probably my biggest fear. My second fear, you know, that that maybe um, is a little bit. I don't even know. Like, is it a little bit debilitating? But like, mm-hmm. I don't really let it like take. I don't know. It's like suffocation. Like, I'm really afraid of suffocating to death. What are you doing? Why are you suffocating? Well, okay. So, like, okay. Backstory: We lived in a house where, like, my mom and I felt some weird shit. Right? My dad was doing his own thing, and like, Joe was in high school, and that's this is when I would sleepwalk. I was hanging out at like my girlfriend's house. I never came home. Right? No, Joe was Joe was like in high school, no, nowhere to be found. But like, I I would sleepwalk at this house, and this is the only time I slept walk in my whole entire life. And one night, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I could not breathe, and I felt like I swallowed my tongue. But, like, my tongue was, like, able to move. So, I don't know. I had that. sleep paralysis. Exactly. Paralysis. But, again, it was the, one of the most terrifying experiences mm-hmm. of my life. And I, I'm not saying that was anything paranormal or anything like that. But I'm saying that that was, like, the one time that I had experienced some sort of suffocation to where I could not release myself from it in, in a mm-hmm. normal way. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. Get, I'm afraid of that. suffocating to death. Well, it's like I've seen that meme that says, like, <laughs> I thought, growing up as a child, I thought that uh, catching on fire was going to be a, a bigger concern than it actually fucking is. Do <laughs> so you remember that? The stop, I, we've talked about this before. The stop, mm-hmm. drop, and roll. Yes. Stop, drop, and fucking roll. That should have been a bigger fucking deal with how much they punched it into our heads. I don't know. This 4th of July, I was afraid I was going to have to stop, drop, and roll. It's because we were jumping through the fireworks. Drunk. God damn it, Jason. <laughs> So, I mean, like, it's not as often as I thought it was going to be, but, like, it's still a yeah. real real possibility. No, what, about, what about you? What do you, I, what do you got for And I fears? would definitely, I mean, obviously getting eaten alive, getting fucking, um, a lot of, uh, and, and not to, again, not to get, like, fucking psychological, but, like, being, like, I don't know, alone, but, um, but probably the biggest, I would say, like, the biggest runner-up is, like, going to hell. Let's say hell exists and like a very real, that's where you go if you're a bad person and you die. Can you imagine being tortured? You're already dead. You can't torture to death. You're never going to die. There is no end. There is no end ever for the rest of goddamn eternity. Like, even if it's just not like being devoured and shit out by demons and then devoured again. Even if you're just like on fire for the rest of eternity. Fuck that like you don't have nerve endings to get super hot and like to melt to the point where you can't feel anything right going to hell would fucking suck it would and then also the despair because they say i don't know i think it's in the bible or it might have just been like some weird religious text that i read like you can in hell you can see heaven so not only are you suffering but you can see everybody else partying (laughs) with the backstreet boys you can see bob ross up there just chilling Every everybody, yeah. Bob Ross with uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, just like like having a fucking cocktail, looking at you like fucking dumbass. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I see I, that. But yeah, I yeah, also yeah. don't think that I would go to hell. But yeah, I think that would be like if I if I wanted to get like kind of in the weeds and just like kind of not just like beat this dead horse. Getting eaten by a horse would suck. <laughs> not to beat that horse to death. Um. Yeah, I think I think I think going to hell would fucking suck. That would be rough. I I agree with you. Uh, like I don't want I don't want to do that. Damn, that would suck. But as far as the Ten Commandments are concerned, I don't. I mean, I lied. I've lied. I've bear, well, I've bore false witness. I've had premarital sex. Uh, is that? Although, in the no, Ten no, that no, that's a New Testament. That is. That's not a Ten Commandments. I was gonna say that is not a Ten Commandments. So according to Ten Commandments, I mean, like it's not really that bad. But I don't think I'm really that Jewish. bad. Jewish. We're technically Catholic. Catholic guilt is real. Catholic guilt. Except I'm gay. (laughs) Then you should be extra guilty. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, you got anything else to close this out, Sal? (laughs) No, other than we have a couple of special announcements. I think we do have a special fucking announcement. Um, I'm going to take the special announcement. Absolutely. Go, 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 go. So if you like what you're hearing, you like the content that we do, but you want a little bit more of a horror feel, I suggest that you check out our friends at Slashers Pod. They do horror movie reviews, more on the horror side. They do some uh, some interviews with, with key people in the industry. 
Um, and I really suggest that you tune in this next Monday when they release their newest episode. That would be Monday, September 13th. For we, that is I, and Sal. The much ado about nerding. Players one and two, the McAdoos. <laughs> I don't know why I just started calling us that. The McAdoos. <laughs> The McAdoos join Slasher's Pod on one of their episodes where we review the movie Apostle. <laughs> the the Amazon, I don't know if it's Amazon or not Amazon. Netflix. Uh, Netflix. The Netflix. I don't. It's on Netflix. It's I don't on think Netflix. It's, I don't think it's a Netflix original. Uh, but we review this movie. It has to do with cults. Got a little bit of everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> the episode has a little bit of everything and in it. And the episode, again, like I said... We always bring no structure. So, None. The Slasher's Pod is very well put together. It's very well thought out. Absolutely. Kudos to you guys. In in its execution. I um, think this episode was the first time I had notes in I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah, so. it's usually, that's why I'm always doing the talking. <laughs> so that that just, no, I just think it's fun. But um, but no, so we, we do this episode with Slasher's Pod. Yes. We are the guests, the guests on that. And I think we, we had a great fucking time. I loved it. I hope you guys have half as much of a good time as we <laughs> had <laughs> with Slasher's Pod. It was only two out of the three were on that episode as far the as hosts. the Slasher side. But uh, but please go check that out. And also check out their back catalog. They've been doing this shit for a long fucking time. And uh, and one of our Patreons is a Patreon of theirs as well. So Yeah, we um, hope you enjoy that, Cam. I hope you enjoy it, Cam. <laughs> Well, there you go. It was really fun to record. I, no, I, I, I always love... have a great fucking time with them, and I really do enjoy their episodes. They have a they have a pretty good take on it. Um, this, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I say it's 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 this it's this podcast, but only with horror movies, and they are a lot of times real bad horror movies, bad in a good way. I appreciate you guys having us on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> guys are fucking awesome um hopefully we can we can do a collaboration where you guys are on one of our episodes that would be which super will pretty awesome. much be just more of the same absolutely yeah. i mean like definitely less structured don't bring any notes let's just have beers and talk about this movie but jake won't have beers god damn it jake but let me take over another special announcement what's another special announcement? so on saturday september 18th 10 days from the day we are recording this you guys need to have your questions for Player One for his special birthday episode. Oh, it's my birthday episode. That's right. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, his birthday I, episode. Like I hadn't been counting it down. Yeah, I was gonna say you're right. I you're think right. I, ha- I haven't had been counting. <laughs> um, so get your questions to me directly. Uh, DM me on. You guys can find me on the Much Ado About Nerding podcast instagram but don't dm her on that because i'm also on no that. no no yeah so you guys can find me directly <laughs> the player two selena otero on on instagram uh it's like her with her stupid dog in the woods no it's just me in the woods oh it's not, it was the last time we went poops, camping not no. poops pants no my other one was just poopy pants because oh. her face is so dumb so fucking, she doesn't have any teeth she smells it's so like good death. it's smells, so good that is another fear of mine to one day smell like dana and still be alive. <laughs> you know what? She's going to outlive us all. She's going to be the cockroach. There's going to be a nuclear war, and she's going to be the only thing that lives. When 800 years you <laughs> looked as good you were not. Exactly. Uh, so uh, please message me directly on Instagram. Um, if you guys have my phone number, text me those questions. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this episode. We should have a really good time. So we're going to be recording that on Saturday, September 18th. Please, please, please. Get me those questions prior to Probably that. Probably a few beers inside of our bodies. Quite yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be taking shots during the fucking show. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. <sighs> Good God. Anyway. I don't anyway. know if we'll have enough time. And then our, our next episode, our Patreons know this. Our, our listeners do not. We will be reviewing The Dare. From by R.L. Stein's Fierce, or by R.L. Stein, part of the Fear Street uh, franchise. The Dare. So I finished it and... yesterday thinking that the, today's episode was going to be it. It was not. <laughs> um, I have yet to finish it. But uh, go ahead and check that out, guys. Go part of the Nerd Nook Book Club. And then uh, once you finish it, uh, please label spoilers only. Or actually, you know what? If you could, only DM us your questions, comments, concerns uh, in, re- in regards to the Nerd Nook Book Club on uh, Tuesday, September 14th. Yes. So we know that it's the day of, so if you're DMing us, then it's going to have to be in 
we should both be, or I should be done by then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, go ahead, and we'd love to hear what you guys thought about it. I am like halfway through, and I'm enjoying it. I think it's, I'm like, I understand now why you have a million books. Yeah, I can, uh, I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into the thick of it, for sure. Into the thick of it. There it is. Uh, we'll get into that definitely next week, but I'm, I'm interested to pick your brain and, and see why you're enjoying the book so much. As long as I don't pick my nose. Hey, you can pick your friends, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, I don't remember, anyway. You can pick, pick your, your friends, nose, you can pick your nose, and you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your friends. Yes, there it is. You can tune the piano, but you can't tune the fish. <laughs> That's it! And on that note... Thank you for listening. Whether you've been an A1 since day one or you're a first-time listener, thank you for spending just a little bit of your week and just a little bit of your life with each and every one of us. And a very special thank you to these listeners, our Patreons. The Roller Derby Betty, No One Trolls Like Eston, Motor City Timmy T, Miss M Professor of Muggle Studies, Ambeezy, Facts Check Paul, The Phoenix Fam, and our newest Patreon, Stellar Gem, if you want to be like these wonderful folks, and if you want to be part of the conversation instead of just listening to it, you can go to patreon.com slash muchadoaboutnerding or just go to patreon.com search muchadoaboutnerding. There you'll see our page and you'll see our different tiers, the money involved, and your different perks associated with which. Please do that, but if you don't feel like you need to, continue to listen. We fucking love you the same. Absolutely. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you guys so much. Little bright shining souls <laughs> in the vast coldness of space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if you guys want to know what we look like in real life, no. hit us up on Instagram at Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. There you can DM us directly. You can follow our content. You can see when we go live and eat chili peppers all willy-nilly. We also have an email address, nerdnation2020 at gmail.com. We also have a sounder page, muchdoaboutnerding.sounder.fm. And on behalf of Player 2, this is Player 1 saying stay safe. Stay sane. Stay nerdy. Nerdy on, Sal. Nerdy on, Joe. And nerdy on, Nerd Nation. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerd. Thanks for listening, guys. That's what I'm going to start calling us. We're the McAdoos. <laughs> our, our listeners are called the McAdoos. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that's, that's such a mom word that <laughs> I... McAdoos. Tell me it doesn't make sense. It does. It really does. But it's such a mom word. She's it's like, what's your than... podcast called? McAdoo? <laughs> it's, it's better than mad. <laughs> our man listeners... Man's. That's gonna piss off a lot of yep, people. That's gonna piss, piss off a lot of the purple hairs. A lot of the purple hairs. But yeah, that's it's Macadoos. All right, Macadoos. I think that's. I think that's. I'm. I'm coining it now. <laughs> Our listeners are the Macadoos. Thanks for listening, Macadoos. <laughs> You're awesome, Macadoos. Macadamian. Frickin' <laughs> <laughs>